From the poorhouse to the palace, Bethel Baptist Church is pleased to bring you this uplifting program hosted by Dr. Doug Castle. Please stay with us and open your heart as Dr. Castle opens God's Word. Well, today we're going to look at the word predestination. We're Ephesians chapter 1, remember verses 3 through 6 is one sentence, verses 7 through 12, one sentence, but this these verses, one statement. Now, in verse 3, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Verse 5, having predestinated us unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace, wherein he hath made us accepted in the beloved. So we are blessed to be Christians. We are blessed to be in Christ. We are blessed with all spiritual blessings. And your spiritual blessings are far greater than any material blessing you could ever acquire. Our problem is that we're ignorant of our blessings. Somebody once said that right doctrine is essential to right deportment. Right belief is essential to right behavior. If you don't believe right, you won't behave right. Verse 4 says that we have been chosen before the foundation of the world that we should be healthy, wealthy, and wise. No, that's not what that means. It says that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. See, that's our problem is we want to think that God's blessings are material blessings. I wish I could, I could tell you the number of times if I had a nickel for every time somebody will open preachers, God's blessing me. And every point of reference they make has nothing to do with their salvation, has everything to do with their present economic condition or their personal happiness. You know, President John F. Kennedy, whether you liked it or not, he made this statement. This country cannot afford to be material, materially rich and spiritually poor. Now, he was certainly right about that, friend. And sadly, that was, the exact, it was exactly the condition of his own life. Money does not solve your problems. We have greater needs that money cannot meet, that money cannot buy. Money, money cannot mend a broken heart. Money can't bring your prodigal child home. Money can't heal your broken marriage. Money cannot buy you well, health. And you have to realize that God is more concerned with us doing well than being well. Now in verse 4, we have the doctrine of election. But in verse 5, we have two more doctrines, two more spiritual blessings. And these are the blessings that will help us carry our burdens, refine us in our fiery trials, and be the balm for our great heartaches. They are the blessings, the spiritual blessings of predestination and adoption. And those two words, my friend, if you don't get anything else today, you get this. Those two words are two, two sides of the same coin. Just There are certain words in the Bible, those who have listened to the broadcast of the years have heard me say this, there are certain words that, cannot, that go together they're like ice cream and cake. Grace and mercy, faith and repentance, 
predestination and adoption. Two, one coin, two sides, same coin. Let me just point out that this epistle is being written to saints, to believers, to the faithful in Christ Jesus. You know, the word Christian only appears in the New Testament three times. This is just a freebie. It's a, by, a byline today, but it's, it's something good. I just thought I'd interject it. The word Christian is only in the New Testament three times. Did you know you can make an alphabetical list with nearly every letter of the alphabet, 26 letters in our alphabet, with the exceptions of the letters X, Y, Q, and X, Y, Z, every other letter of the alphabet has some sort of name or identification that God uses to denote a born-again child of his in the New Testament. Let me just give you the short list here. Ambassadors. We're called believers and brethren and beloved. We are called Christian. Disciples, elect, faithful or fellow, godly, holy and heirs, instruments, justified and jewels, kings, lights, Members new, offers and obedient, priests, pilgrims, and peculiar, redeemed and royal, sheep, sons, soldiers, stewards, saints, saved, salt, servants, lots of words for us, temple, trees, undefiled, vessels, witnesses. Many are the, look, don't, don't just look at one thing, look at everything. Because when you see all these different words that are used to identify us, they identify different parts of our relationship towards God, his relationships towards us, the work of God, Christ towards man, the work of, uh, of Christ towards God, or the work of man towards Christ, our responsibility to God. Now, let me help you today. The word predestination has never been used in your Bible to refer to an unbeliever. It has nothing to do with a lost person who is predestined for salvation. Nothing to do with that. The Bible never predestinates an unbeliever to salvation or to anything. It has only to do with believers. Now, the word predestination is a Greek word. It is a Greek compound word. It is the Greek word prohorizo. So it's got a prefix and a suffix, pro a word we use in our English language, a suffix, that or a prefix that we use, means before. And then you take the word horizo and add one letter, the word N, and you have our English word horizon. The horizon is the farthest point that the eye can see. It is where the sky, when you look out your window or you stand outside, anywhere that the sky meets land or the sky meets the water, that is the horizon, wherever the land and the sky come together. Now, I live in the Midwest, and I live in southern Indiana, and thank the Lord for it, and I live in rolling hills. We can't see too far down here in the rolling woodlands and the coal mines and the farm fields that we have, and I'm thankful for that. Uh, but I've been out west. I've been to the plain states like Kansas and Nebraska and, and even uh, Colorado till you get to the Rocky Mountains. And man, I mean, you can, you can see, as far as the eye can see, you can see flat land and where the sky meets the earth. Or, and I've been to, the, to, to almost every ocean in the world. Uh, I think five of the six ocean beds have been to. Um, and I have seen where the water meets the sky. That's the horizon. So pre means before the foundation of the world. 
predestination before the foundation of the world, God set a destination for us. The us in verse four refers to people who are already saved. It refers to saints. It refers to believers. It has nothing to do with somebody who's not saved, who might or might not be saved. It has everything to do and only to do with somebody who already is. For somebody that's already made the choice, as God has made a choice, to become a child of God. Predestination is not a Calvinist doctrine. It's a Bible doctrine. Everything God has done for us in redemption, in sanctification, predestination, and election, God did in Christ. Predestination is that sovereign act of God whereby he set a goal, a destination for his people, for his saints, for his children, for the believer. Election goes back before the foundation of the world. Predestination determines our destiny, our destination. They're not the same, but they are essential to each other, so they're different. One is before, one is the end. All the wonderful words of our salvation come together to show us God's plan. God gives us a mind to think with and a will to make a choice, but once we are in Christ, we are predestinated. What are we predestinated to? We're predestinated to adoption. Now, we're not yet adopted into the family of God. We are born into the family by a new birth, but adoption is a future destiny that's not our present state. You say, I don't understand that. Well, that's why you're going to have to tune into the broadcast because I'm going to explain it to you. But I'm going to stop right there for today because my time is gone and you come back and we're going to see our future state, our destiny, our adoption, and that is what predestination is all about. No longer a in of poverty. You've been enjoying the program from the poorhouse to the palace. Find Pastor Castle's Bible commentaries and other resources when you visit the website bbclinton.com. Archive broadcasts of this radio program are available at wytjradio.com. Listen to the latest broadcast wherever you are or catch up on what you missed whenever you want by subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Just search From the Poorhouse to the Palace. From the poor